Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. I just touched the microphone with my face oh, by accident. God. I mean, we're that's... all dead anyway. It doesn't even matter. Oh, well, I'm point. not worried about getting coronavirus from, from something yourself. from my own apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is spontaneous generation probably like what they used to think bugs just maggots yeah, ma- yeah, they ma- thought like maggots came from like dead animals yeah. bb is bb causing coronavirus BB, is he no. patient zero i hope not i don't think dogs can get it i hope they can't i don't think so i think this is a human problem well i think it goes from human to some because an- th- it came from an animal Oh, is this like the AIDS origin story where someone fucked a monkey? <laughs> Did someone ate? I heard someone ate a bat. I think all those stories are like racist. Maybe, probably. Yeah. I think someone, but it did come from like, they all come from eating animals. Like they come from like reg, like farm animals that you eat. Oh, yeah, like yeah. like avian flu was from chicken. Swine flu was from pigs. Ugh. This is probably from something like a, I think this comes from chickens. Great. Or bats. I had chicken last night. It didn't come from your chicken. No, I don't think so. Well, also, like, it's already, <laughs> it already happened. It yeah, already exactly. made the job. Like, it's not going to do it again. Uh, so we, you know, everyone might have coronavirus. We might not. Well, we won't know for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Wear, because, wear your glittery mask. here's what I think is good about coronavirus. I think, like, you only know about the absolute worst cases. I think probably it's way more widespread. This is probably dangerous to even talk about. But I think it's probably, like, more widespread than we think it is. Because we don't, we, there's no way to test yeah. for it. And so most I don't people think... probably just feel like a regular sickness. And it's yeah, not... I think most people, their immune systems can handle it. Because that's saw... my gut. That's my 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 what I think, but that's also the way that the president yeah, is exactly. dealing with it. So like we both are just like, here's my idea. Like my hunch is the death rate will be lower. I did yeah. see the the charts for death rate for people like in their 30s was like 0.2 percent yeah so that made me feel a little better that's good that's, um yeah. but i've been oh, i haven't been but i'm going to start doing my oregano oil like i usually do for flu season yeah and uh elderberry Elder, syrup. oh yeah i had those elderberry chewy gummies from lassen's i will not go to lassen's today though because it'll probably be a like that's like prepper shit show oh my god have you been prepping no i don't i haven't even gone to costco oh i have I should be. I should go prepping, it's, but it just seems like it'll be too crowded. Everywhere. No, it's like so fun to go prepping. What well, because also I bought like um instant oatmeal, some mm. canned like tuna. I have a bunch of canned tuna. Already. I bought some Gatorade. I bought um like oh a bag of beans. I have Always so many good. Beans. Yeah, you probably I I have, have everything. Um, I got as long as my instant pot still works. I got a huge thing of peanut butter. Oh, yeah. and some crackers. But what is the and the the thing is like oh they're gonna tell everyone to like not leave their house and so you can't go to the store. I think it's just like for I think it's like in case they do 
so that you don't have to go and get everything just so I'm like prepped to prep because yeah. I don't think I have enough to last me for like two weeks or a month, no. but I have enough to like, you know, I think I could last a week on it. Sure. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe I'll go to Costco this weekend. That sounds like a nightmare though. Costco is going to be a shit show. I mean, you'll probably get it there. No, no. Costco's going to sue us. You probably won't. <laughs> Costco is very litigious. Uh, well, this is, take two doing this podcast because my brain I now I, I just had like a couple sips of the lovely Keurig coffee that you made me and I already feel uh like my brain is my synapses my synapses are firing a little it's bit it's very faster. good for your brain coffee um yeah I there hasn't been a lot of Gwyneth news unfortunately very little I think everyone is laying low I'm surprised that there even were new newsletters this week because you'd think the goop people would be the first people to be like work from home maybe they are maybe they are working from home because the newsletters were pretty shit they were bad sorry to sound so english i was watching health kitchen last night (laughs) uh oh is that the gordon ramsay from like 2003 or something 2006 i've seen a handful of those episodes and i always really enjoy it and i i should go back and watch them oh yeah it's so fun they're so good and he's just like he's incredibly mean i don't think it would do very well in 2020 it is amazing how he has really not been canceled like he must be the he most... He got a little bit of bad... Pre- he was like cheating on his wife or something, uh, but it wasn't like cancel, cancel. Cheat. All those celebrity chefs cheat on their wives. They got divorced because of yeah, it. Yeah. He's like, I think, kind of like a Ben Affleck type okay. of level. Maybe a little bit less than Ben Affleck. I sort of want to see that new Ben Affleck movie. I heard it's good. Oh, The Way Back? Yeah. Except I'm disappointed. I thought it was like an explicitly Christian movie. Yeah. And I don't think it is. I think it's just like an AA movie. Okay, I could see that. I mean... I just think it's a movie about like how great it is to be sober, but also like he only got sober like a week ago. Well, he got, he, they were prepping the movie um, and about to start shooting when he relapsed. And oh. apparently according to the tabloids, Jennifer Gardner had to call the producers and beg them not to pull the money for the movie. Why is she doing that? She, they're in a codependent relationship. They'll always be in a codependent relationship. They have Are kids s- together. Like, I think that they're always going to be close. They're consciously uncoupled. Yeah. They're definitely consciously uncoupled. And they're like not that uncoupled. Yeah, I I mean, you know, I don't know them personally, but I assume that they still are deeply in each other's lives. Good. I mean, I guess that's good. That's good, right? To have people in your life. I don't I love like a codependent relationship <laughs> with an ex. I don't know. I think that's the way we should all be. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't really have an experience experience doing that, but I don't either, but like I always I don't know, think that's like a fantasy future. To to No, I don't want to break up with Brian, but I'm just saying like, oh, hang on. Oh, scam likely. Scam likely. Shit. It's either Bernie or Joe. I don't know who it was or it was like health insurance. They're still calling me. Or I guess they don't call you anymore. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway. Oh my God. I tried. I like I was getting my very last refill of Ambien. Yeah. And it, I still don't know if they called into the pharmacy. I literally called a week ago. I think my doctor's office is always a little disorganized, but I think because of coronavirus, they're very busy. I don't know. Really? I don't know. It took the, I, I had to call like five times to get them to fucking refill my prescription. Oh, well, I'm not going to have health insurance until, oh, now it's March. Maybe I have it now. Or no, I'm not going to have it until April. Oh, so got to wait a few weeks to get sick yeah or to have like any type of like catastrophe happen <laughs> in my uh, life oh, i thought it was gonna start in march for you no it starts in april for me no. so i'm free fl- actually i think it technically starts in march but like if something happens i think i would be covered like if there was like an emergency i think it, it extends to like when you first oh, okay. sign up i think i hope i hope so uh yeah not really much gwyneth news there was oh yeah she wished both her ex oh yeah chris speaking martin, of consciously uncoupled she did wish chris martin a very happy birthday and she was like i love you you're a genius you gave me my children um, happy birthday posted nice. a picture of them all on a ski trip where his, her skin looked very good glistening she's back on the slopes after her near disaster well i assume that's an old picture yeah. oh oh yeah i always forget that like when people write articles they don't well that was choose current pictures that was an instagram picture but i still think that it was like an old picture to be like here's oh, this guy happy birthday to him that's true because moses looked young 
Yeah. Um, and then there was like another, I mean, we just like were looking up Gwyneth. There's really nothing to talk about. There was like one of those articles where someone's like, I tried to eat like Gwyneth for a week or whatever, which is like, I mean, who hasn't? I mean, they really needed content. That's because like, imagine pitching that. That's like the most unoriginal idea to be like, oh, I'll eat like Gwyneth Paltrow. I know, which is too bad because like it was a fun, it was fun while it lasted, but now everybody's done it. And and we don't even do it anymore. Like we don't, we never even like do goop recipes anymore. No, I'm sick of it. Like it's so, I mean, we just like realized that it was like killing us and we had to stop. I mean, once in a while, I'll probably make those turkey meatballs again one day. They're good. They're good. Uh, I made, oh, I, like I hadn't made a recipe from a cookbook for in a while. And then after I went to Palm Springs a couple of weeks ago, I had like an amazing chicken piccata at like a Yeah, yeah, you told me. Yeah, but I made I made the chicken piccata recipe. Yummy. And I love chicken piccata. It's so it was the pioneer woman's version that she puts heavy cream in it. Yeah. Which is not traditional. I think well, yeah, because usually it's just thickened with flour, which will give it that sort of like thick, like creamy-ish yeah. consistency. But she goes whole hog. Yeah, this one like, doesn't have flour. You just like combine the uh the, like butter with chicken broth, and then you add the cream at the end. You know who makes my favorite chicken piccata? Cheesecake Factory. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's like my favorite thing I've ever had. Cheesecake Factory really is an Italian restaurant or it should like the Italian stuff. Mm, is the interesting. Best, interesting is the take part, there. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> that is a hot take. Hmm. Is the cheesecake factory an Italian restaurant? I mean, you can make it into any type of restaurant, really. Yeah. but I think the Italian, the pasta stuff is the best stuff on the menu. The pasta stuff is the best. Well, and the cheesecake. Well, the cheesecake, obviously. Yeah. And but the apps, the appetizers, the, the Latin American style apps are always good. They're very good. And of course, their cocktail menu, which sure. is international. And their Asian food is really good. Their too. Asian food, yeah. You know what? They've Buffalo, got something. What for is everyone. Buffalo Banger Wontons? That's yeah. Asian food? Buffalo Banger Wontons. East meets West fusion that's, at its best. That's American. Yeah. That is an American dish. I don't even know really what it is, but oh. it's American. I'm just gonna keep talking about food. I'm so I just had like an old biscuit for breakfast. An old biscuit? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? It means uh I took one home from work that we can't sell after a day. Like a I, like a southern style, like it, yeah, it's a ba- well technically it's a bacon cheddar scone. Oh, I love but, uh, it, that. It feels and looks more like a biscuit. Well, American biscuits are really very scone like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how English people understand them. But they're much there's fluffier than a scone if they're done right. Yeah, this one is it is really halfway between a biscuit and a scone, I would say fifty fifty. We're biscuit obsessives in this house, I gotta say. Oh, yeah, because you got a southern boy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> good old boy. I got a good old boy. <laughs> uh yeah, so no Gwyneth News, no us news really. I didn't do anything. I just like I literally did nothing this week. Did I do anything well, that we was finished real- a like a writing thing? Well, we, we did like work, but yeah. we didn't do anything goopy. I, well, I guess she works, so we worked and yeah. she she did that and we like you know, but I well I did one of the I did a goop peel, which I do every week and oh, every week good. I appreciate it. How, how many do you have left? I have a lot left. That's good. I'm very like I, I only do them like once a week and I frankly I do skip weeks here and there cuz I hoard sure, them. Sure. Yeah. I still have uh, a bunch of goop glow packets and I definitely still have a bunch of um fish ones i need to stop hoarding my goop products and start using them every day i mean they only work if you use them and they'll go bad yeah god i should i mean nothing will prevent coronavirus like goop glow i'm sure i mean it's got to be good for your immune system it's orange it's like emergency yeah my therapist said to do the elderberry and i also met oh here's something goopy i met a um a vedic astrologer at a party that was a pretty goopy moment did they like read your do a thing for you no well he was like a guy that has a youtube channel and like clients all over the world and they have to like so i would have to pay him and he would also like need more information from me i think than just like my you know just having a conversation but he did say that he had predicted the coronavirus good and that things were gonna get worse well He told me that he he was like, why are things at the end of February getting so chaotic? And he was like, and now I know. And it's going to get really draconian. 
Draconian meaning like He meant like government. Yeah, like governmental restrictions. Oh, I think the opposite is happening. Trump is like, oh, do whatever you want. Well, because he's, he's in denial about it because yeah. he's freaking out. And so he's just like, it's fine. It's going to be... I mean, it's going to go from anti-authoritarianism now, like a laissez-faire, to strict authoritarianism once people start dying en masse. I, and then he's going to send out the military probably to shoot us all. Okay. Well, this is a cheerful podcast. <laughs> people are like, oh, I love listening to Goop Yourself. It's yeah. so relaxing. Oh, it's like Lord. a fun conversation with friends. Yeah, at least we haven't talked about the Super Tuesday results yet. Oh, let's not. Let's not. There's let's nothing really it. worth talking about there. I mean... No, nothing worth talking about. Well, what? Do you want to say something? No, about I have it? nothing to say. It's all I've. Yeah, nothing. I mean, to we vote. We 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 voted. I, you know, I could have done. Everyone could have done more, but you know, people are. America, Americans are just stupid, and I think that's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I yeah, whatever. Uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Whatever happens, like we just need to not have donald trump be the president anymore yeah that's true right that's true. okay yeah, that's no, the important thing that. so okay. okay uh let's just get into the newsletters okay what was your best my best was oh goop is at sephora now yay so i got an email from sephora not from goop Ooh. telling me that i could buy goop their skin products so the goop glow or the goop peel and the goop microderm facial instant facial are both available at sephora for literally the exact same price that they are on the website but it's good news for me personally because i do have a gift certificate to sephora mm -hmm. so i can get that the microderm peel at yep. a discount because i have the thing and, and it's also just like you can get your sephora points if you have a sephora account and you can just like walk into a store and buy it without having to deal with like Goop's shit because that's the worst part about buying anything from Goop. Yeah, this I mean, this just makes it so much easier and accessible for people around the world to buy Goop products. Yeah, it makes it, it's all about accessibility. accessibility intersectionality, <laughs> that's accessibility. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if this, I mean, I'm sure Goop uh, had some mixed emotions about doing this because it, it, a little bit, it sort of dilutes their brand of, um, of inaccessibility and superiority by, by being in a Sephora. Well, Goop, you can buy Goop products. It's like at Credo. Oh, that's true. And Sephora has been doing this big, like natural at Sephora push for the last like year or two. So they have like a lot of those natural products that you get on Goop. You can also get on Sephora. So I feel like it was sort of a natural progression. Yeah. It'll make, I mean, it'll make both of them a lot of money. I mean, I think it's good for both of them. And I don't think that, I think Goop is happy to be in Sephora, honestly, because they're just like want to make more money. Totally. I mean, and Sephora, they sold like Tata Harper. Do they sell Vintner's Daughter? I don't know. Probably. I mean, they have a lot they of have stuff like, like that. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, next time I'm in a Sephora, because that's the other thing about the Goop. You, and we live in LA and like going to the Goop store is such an ordeal. Well, we live in LA. The Goop store is in like Santa Monica. They're different. Yeah. Or wherever the hell, Bel Air or whatever. Brown it's on Road. the west side. It's too far. Yeah, too far, too far, too We're far. We're not going to go out there to go to the Goop store. But also, like, you, I do most buy most Sephora stuff online because their website is, like, I mean, they have, like, an Amazon-style thing with, like, free two-day shipping. Oh, do they do two-day two shipping If you free? do, it's, like, $15 a year or something. Oh, yeah. And then you get free shipping. So, because um, going into Sephora is also, like, hell on earth. So, I try to avoid that. I've only gone in. I've gone into the, the Glendale store a handful of times. I mean, the only reason to go in is to try their samples, but like now that everyone has coronavirus, you're not going to want to do that. And also, yeah. like, um, they're I they've always been kind of it's always been sort of gross to me to use all those samples because like the, the this I've never been into a Sephora that wasn't absolutely jam packed. It's like being in a subway station; like it is so crowded yeah. in there, and, and it's just all these girls slathering the shit on their face. And I'm like, I I got to get out of here. They I, don't, I don't keep like their it. sample section clean and tidy. Well, they, I mean, it would be like impossible. I mean, it's just like, it's like this never, and it's like a revolving door yeah. of women just pull, putting, I don't know. I mean, they have like, you know, tissues and Q-tips and it's stuff, so but I don't disgusting. know what people are using. Because that is one thing about the Goop store is like, 
there's never that many people in there. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't even find it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you have to be rich just to get to so to the place. Yeah, just I the mean, money you spent on gas. Gas and parking, except the street parking there is they not that good, bad. Because no one even realizes that's an option. No. They're so rich in that neighborhood. And then even once you get into the Brentwood Country Mart, it's like confusing to find the Goop store. It's in like, you have to like go through a bookstore, I feel like, to get there. You Well, they moved it. Like, they And then you have to go. It's not... Yeah, it's like buy that weird store that has like wine and food. That's really expensive. As Gwyneth calls it, the market. That's her supermarket. That's, supermarket. That's like her Ralphs. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah. they, they, they good ice cream place. That chicken was so disappointing. The chicken is overrated. I mean, really overrated. Most chicken is overrated. Like even I'll get like a, um, what is it called? Zaytunes? Zay... What? what is the Zanku? Zanku, yeah. Zanku chicken. This is the problem with Zanku chicken. It was the greatest chicken of all time. That poor woman was murdered. Oh. And she was like the matriarch of the family. And she literally would go to every location and make the chicken herself. Like she was hands on running it. And it was the most delicious shit I ever had in my life. And after she died, the quality is just not there. It's still good, but it's not what it was. Yeah. Like I like their sliced like the chicken tarna or whatever yeah. but the rotisserie chicken is i, I mean honestly like the, a costco one or a ralph's one is better than it's not Zanko at this point it's like dry the meat is sort of dried out i kind of want to try i don't know i'm sort of torn about kismet rotisserie have you been no so there's a fancy middle eastern restaurant in this neighborhood called kismet and which is they, really good it's very good but it's expensive whatever like and then they opened up like a takeout next door that's also expensive it's just that. like a fancy version it's like of, tw it's like exactly what you can get at zanku chicken but it's like two or three times as expensive yeah, it's like 45 dollars for a chicken yeah it's expensive but it's not as expensive as going into kismet no. and i'm sure it tastes amazing i don't know and if you think 45 dollars, if you have a family of four that's not that bad i guess and you all, four all people you with one, one chicken <laughs> one i don't think that i feel like to me a chicken <laughs> that's two, two. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't eat. It depends how big it is. I would easily eat half a chicken. I mean, but you get you get your pita, you get your hummus, you get other things with it. Yeah. And for some reason, when you make a whole chicken, you're like, oh, this is nothing. But I will make just like two chicken breasts, like bone, bone on, skin on. And I won't even be able to finish. I mean, that will last me like over a week. Yeah. I mean, a chicken breast is big, especially nowadays with all the, the hormones. hormones. It's crazy how much meat is on a chicken breast. Mm -hmm. I can't finish it. It's grotesque. <laughs> it is. And because if is. you pound it flat, then it's like the size of a Frisbee. Oh my God. I know. There are keto people who make it a pizza. Ugh. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. I, I like, keto is so disgusting. It's so gross. Although I do want to go back on no. it. I had like a minor meltdown where I was like, I'm not losing weight fast enough and I want to do something crazy. Um. Well, you're living in the right house. My own? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Let me talk about my best. Okay. Which is... God, I read these newsletters so early this morning and I don't remember anything. Um, oh, okay. Apparently, it's an article called, Does More Money Always Make You Happier? Oh, oh. I like this because the answer was no. And Oh, yeah. I just thought it was like sort of boring. It was like halfway between like one of their like scientific yeah. articles and not. I was... And it was too... It was like another one where it's like all these studies where it was like these like Harvard people say this and I don't... I was just like, I can't... I didn't finish it. So the two possible reactions to this first of all like i've heard this before i think this is pretty common knowledge that people say like oh you know you get to a certain income level and then anything past that is not going to make you happier yeah so i think maybe this is good news for the fact that if enough rich people see this they'll be less afraid of like redistributing wealth because they'll <laughs> they'll think well i'm not going to get any happier you're wrong yeah that, i mean that's probably an optimistic read um the other possible option is wow well, no i don't even remember what the downside would be but um this was just from a study in 2018 and they say globally income because they call it income satiation uh for life evaluation occurred at around ninety five thousand dollars. so i don't know if that is per person or per household that seems like it would make a big difference um satiation for positive emotions occurred at $60,000 and satiation for negative emotions occurred at $75,000. And they found that after an income of $95,000 had been reached, further increases in household income were associated with a slight 
with slight decreases in well-being, suggesting that more money can actually diminish a person's happiness after a certain point. More money, more problems. More, that is the classic um, proverb. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you think that's because, I mean, literally is more money, more like, oh, you have to talk to your butler about like, Opening the door. Well, I better. don't think that everybody who makes over nine to five thousand dollars has a butler, <laughs> but I think that yeah, people probably just like feel like weird, like guilt and unease, and also just are realizing that um they're making money, but it's not curing whatever like internal conflict they already have, yeah. and it probably makes them feel more de- depressed. And then I guess there might be like guilt associated with it. Then. Yeah, like people look at you as like having all this stuff when it's like you feel like you are going to lose it at all times. I don't know. These are just like things that I'm thinking based on times that I've had like made like $500 or whatever. Yeah. Waltzing around like. Like a fucking millionaire. Yeah. Or like how I felt last night when I was like winning at Monopoly with an (laughs) 11 year old. That was like my closest I've ever felt to being like rich. rich. Uh, I do want to watch that Imelda Marcos documentary on Showtime. Oh, I would love to watch an Imelda Marcos documentary. Um, I should do it. It's on Showtime now, which I, I pay know. for. Wait. Oh, I think I have it too. Because I bought it for that Kirsten Dunst show and then I kept it for the new L Word. Oh, yeah. So i paying like Come however, for Dunst, stay <laughs> however for the much money a month to watch like one show. Well, so I might as well watch the Imelda Marcos I have a free subscription to Apple TV because I got a new computer this year. Oh, yeah. and But there's nothing on it I want to watch. Oh, uh, hello. There's like a five-part documentary about queer visibility in movies. Oh, yeah. That, that was would... Wanda Sykes. Oh, I don't know. Is I it? think she produced it because okay. I went to a Conan screen of a Conan okay. taping and she was the guest. And I think that she said that that was. Oh, that's cool. And it's like the guy from um, from My So-Called Life is profiled. Sure. And really <laughs> getting out the old who, Rolodex. Yeah. It's like, I can't remember who But else. he was an important, like it was him and Matt on Melrose Place were like the only two gay characters on TV at, in the mid 90s. Oh, yeah. Ricky. Ricky, yeah. Yeah. I loved that show, but I never really watched Melrose Place, but. I never really watched My So-Called Life. No. Yeah. Too highbrow for me as a middle schooler. Oh, I was very highbrow. You were really young when it was out because you must have been in like fourth or fifth grade. I was young, yeah. but for some reason I was allowed to watch that. I wasn't allowed to watch Melrose Place. I I think I would have been allowed to watch My So-Called Life. I just was so obsessed with Melrose Place. I didn't, didn't have time. Anything. Yeah, I didn't yeah need you are, your needs were being met elsewhere. Um. Okay, so Queer Visibility, Apple TV, Showtime, Income Satiation. Yeah. We're, yep. We're talking about all the big issues. All the big the topics. What was your worst? Oh, my worst was a very easy one. It was mine the too. saffron. Oh my God, mine too. It was, it was so the saffron disgusting. latte. I just, here's the thing with this. I learned long ago, and I did learn the hard way, with a certain latte that was made with rose water while I was on a Whole30, <laughs> to keep my lattes coffee based maybe tea if i'm feeling crazy but it has to be like a real drink an herb a spice a flavoring mixed with some sort of like coconut milk and frothed up is going to make you want to puke don't drink it i don't don't even take as hard line as you do with a non-coffee latte i do like Mm. a turmeric latte every once in a while interesting saffron is so distinct and so savory so is turmeric turmeric literally a turmeric latte is like you're drinking curry sauce see that's how i feel about saffron both of it uh, yeah no you're right i don't know maybe it's just like stockholm syndrome with the turmeric latte but like so this is a woman named kelly martin who's an assistant editor at goop they say she's the most skeptical yet the most open-minded person on our team which is seems contradictory to me well it like is is contradictory yeah. i think they're making some sort of point but i don't know what it is like maybe like skeptical with non-scientific stuff she's like minded as like a person i think she like asks one question and then she'll be like okay yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah oh god so i mean she can't be that skeptical if she's eating this fucking saffron latte first of all the only reason they do saffron in this latte is because it's the most expensive spice and so yeah, they're like yeah it's, it's always like been elite. a sign of wealth yeah <laughs> yeah it's so gross and then um and there's literally not even any like health claims about it. at least with turmeric it's like an antioxidant and stuff saffron it just says saffron is known for two things it's distinctive sweet savory flavor 
and the fact that it's difficult and expensive to produce and is quite pricey. So well, there's not even like a health reason to drink the saffron this latte. This says the saffron latte also gets a major bonus bonus points for me because it makes me feel so fancy, but it doesn't give me sticker shock. The canister has enough powder for 20 lattes, which comes to just three bucks a drink. Have what I'd pay for a nice specialty latte at most boutique coffee shops in LA. Well, that's one way to think of it, but that's also thinking... That's also $3 a drink for something you make at home. Also, a latte has drugs in it. Coffee, caffeine, it's drugs. That's yeah. why we like it. We they're, Saffron, what am I getting out of that? Nothing. Feeling fancy feeling and be, fancy. being happy that I only, it only cost me $3? It could cost me nothing. Ugh, and it'll stain all your things orange. I don't want it. I don't even really like saffron that much. Even in like a rice dish, it's fine. but I like it. Every once in a while, I guess. In like a paella? Sure, yeah. No, certain things. But I don't want I like love a it. paella latte. I don't want a paella latte. That's the problem. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, and like now, and, and these spi- because of global warming, these spices are just going to get more expensive and more expensive. Vanilla is already through the roof because uh, all the places that sell vanilla are like way too hot or that create vanilla are way too hot now to even grow it. And I feel like saffron's next. Well, maybe you should stock up. No. Well, you don't use it anyway, so who cares? I don't care. Okay, it'll be um, fine. But this is gross. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, just drink a fucking regular latte. Yeah. Uh, what was your craziest? My craziest? Well, there were two. One of them was just there's like the new Gucci restaurant in Italy, which I'm like, I can't think of a place I'd feel no, less No, it's in Beverly Hills. Okay, so I guess I didn't read that very closely. Yeah. That's even worse. That's the thing I would try. I don't want to go there. I don't want to eat in a Gucci restaurant. Okay. That was also, that was my first thought too when I read it. But if you look a little closer, I didn't clearly. I thought it was in Italy, <laughs> so I didn't look closely at all. Uh, it's called Gucci Osteria. It's a palace atop the roof of the Gucci flagship store in Beverly Hills, and it's the chef of it is Massimo Bottura, who is known for having one of the top restaurants in the world. He's like if you ever watch any of those Netflix shows, like where. Chefs, the chefs do things no. they always like like jack off to this guy oh really because it's in Moda- modena or whatever and it's this little place this restaurant where they i don't know they make really fancy food and all like david chang and all these people like take pilgrimages there and they like well maybe that's why i thought it was yeah. in italy well that's great but it's like these uh, i just can't imagine the like pure human garbage i would inc- encounter at this restaurant like a gucci restaurant in beverly hills is like that is my version of hell it, it sounds fun to me like people watching i mean they're gonna be watching you oh sure i'll let them watch me <laughs> and also i can't afford it anyway no no no. uh i well you have to sort of i mean this was all the thing i would try really was to like go there with a goal of like oh how can i scam someone or am i have i aged out of prostitution completely you haven't aged out of it you've just like aged into like a different clientele (laughs) like you're gonna have to skew older (laughs) so that they'll see i mean that's the thing like both of us we're in our mid-30s so like realistically we're gonna have to go for the 80 year old if we so if we went like five o'clock in the afternoon can't be the, the place just the, opens. your husband sit, your client bar. he's in bed, he's in bed. <laughs> you have to go to the early bird special or, order a drink and see who approaches us i think no I'll, one is gonna approach no, us no. what are you talking about we're gonna be the ugliest people there <laughs> everyone else is gonna have plastic surgery full blowout like skin perfection body con dress wearing like really nice expensive clothes like we're not gonna be like oh look at them we're just gonna order giant bowls we're of just pasta, gonna be spend 50 dollars and no one will talk to us yes that is what would happen oh, so sad hey man that's your reality i mean i, mean, I don't know what to tell you yeah. but like <laughs> you are not a member of that of that society it says think of the osteria as an idyllic rest stop where rodeo drive dwellers can refuel with sangiovese and tortelloni tortel or tortellini on the terrace the Pasca Fagioli and Chocolatey Delights inspired by the glitz of Hollywood will keep us coming back again and again. This is just an ad. Like, it's... I mean, maybe this restaurant isn't very good. I bet this guy, the chef, just, like, put his name on it. It just feels gimmicky to me. Yeah. But, like, the Armani restaurant in New York is supposed to the be The Ralph good. Lauren restaurant is supposed to be... Some, I think... For, remember the Ralph Lauren restaurant? That was in the New Polo York, Lounge. too. Is that not... Is that New York? 
Is that called the Polo Lounge? Wait, is the is the Polo Lounge in the Beverly Hills Hotel is not affiliated with Ralph Lauren? Did I just make that up because Ralph the, Lauren has a line called Polo? Oh yes, you made that okay. up. That's the Polo Lounge in the that's their own restaurant, I okay. believe. But there's like it's the same as the Gucci thing where it's like they have one of those yeah, like yeah. big Ralph Tommy Lauren. Bahama has one too. Now that is someplace I would like it's, to go. Yeah. It's yeah. like on Fifth Avenue and 59th Street and it's... Because um... it's like a Trader Vic's. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's where I'll be. And I'll find my big fat sugar daddy there. <laughs> yeah. Where's the Ross Dress for Less restaurant? Where's the Marshall's The restaurant? Ross Dress for Less restaurant is the Starbucks in the mall with the yeah. Ross Dress for Less on my corner, which is my favorite. My version I of want the a rooftop. Well, I guess the parking lot's on the roof there, but they should do like a cool rooftop pop-up at Ross. I know. Well, there's a Daiso. <laughs> Oh, there. Do they sell food there? They have candy and soda. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Good enough. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. In my fantasy, I would have like a pretty woman moment at the Gucci Osteria. I mean, like, it could happen. Away, but you're you're right to be more realistic about your goals. I mean, look, I've been to fancy places in my life. I've never been solicited <laughs> for sex by a millionaire. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, it could happen. It could happen. But yeah, we're not like 21 year olds no. where they're like, oh, it's cute that you don't you can't afford this. They're like, you should be able to afford this at God, this point. And I was so above it all at that age. I thought mm-hmm. I have too much pride in myself to to sell my body. You gen- you thought about it? No, I never really thought about it. But like because I thought my life was going somewhere. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> hindsight's 2020. Yeah. Uh, um, let's move on. Okay. Oh, to my wait, that was your. Crazy. Well, I had my other one was oh, yeah. just that the they had a dermatologist layering guide about like what what order to put your your makeup on or your like skincare routine in, which was only crazy because it's again something that we talk about literally every week, <laughs> and whenever something we talk about comes up, I get a little excited because I think, oh my gosh, this is just for us. It is fun. I and I, it's taken me like three years of studying the goop newsletter every week to to like actually memorize the order but now i think i finally got it i think i got it too so i'm going to tell you what i think it is without looking so Mm -hmm. i think first you wash your face then you um put like a toner or like some sort of exfoliator on it and then you would do serum moisturizer mask yep that is correct there we go but then at the end they're like or sunscreen if it's like if you should listen to your own skin and switch up the order if you feel like it well i don't think it really matters that much I mean, I definitely think you would want to put the toner on before anything, because otherwise, if you put like a serum on before the toner, you're going to just rub it off. Yeah. But I don't know why putting the serum on before the moisturizer or vice versa would make that much of a difference. Yeah, they, the serum and the moisturizer seem to like accomplish sort of the same thing. I don't really right? think you need both. Probably not. But I think you want to um, put... But I definitely would always do, obviously, like the mask or the sunscreen on last if I'm wearing them, because... They go like on top of your skin, but the moisturizer and the serum you want to like really absorb into your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I, my skincare routine at night is so minimal now. I just do that French drugstore moisturizer and that's it. That's fine. I guess. Um, my, oh, my craziest was they fucking advertised another cruise this week. No, that was my, I, that's not crazy. And it wasn't a cruise. It is a, it is still, it is a boat open to the public this is a thing i would buy this is my fantasy vacation oh my god the parisian the parisian barge it's burgundy by barge and on a, under would normal kill to get on that barge it would be fun but like now na- i i don't know i think I well, would... look no you're gonna have to save up for it anyway well maybe the price is right right now no one's want no, no one's wanting to go on a barge because of uh, still not gonna be right for me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i still i'm not gonna be able i'm not gonna be on a parisian barge anytime soon but i would love to go th- to the burgundy barge you go to France, you get in a barge, you drink wine, you look at the beautiful nature, you get off, you go on a tour, you go on a chateau, you go on a fucking wine cellar with people to judge. You like, <laughs> you do all the fun France stuff. It's also like close-ish to Paris, so you can like do day trips there. Yeah. It's really, it looks like, I just love France and I want to go back to France so fucking bad. Oh, it does sound great. I, I've never really, well, I've been to like, Nice and um, Cannes, but I've never been to like French wine country like Burgundy and Bordeaux and stuff. I have not been to Burgundy, but I've been to Bordeaux and I've been to like the like Cote d'Aron area. And then I also from Paris went to to the Loire. Oh, right. Yeah. um, For like a day. They were all amazing. God, I love France too. And eating like this, I mean, you got your snails, you got your wine. 
you cheese. You just really, unfortunately, traveling already makes you sort of constipated. And so you have to like really. That is be aware. France in a nutshell. Yeah. The other thing is you're supposed to lose weight when you're. I always used to lose weight on vacation because you walk so much is what they always say. But no, nope. damn, I put I pack that shit yeah. on in France. That's aging for you. Oh, yeah. Walking uh, metabolism in your 20s. Walking is enough. As you age, not enough. I've never felt fatter or puffier than in France. I was sad because like I hate all the pictures of me in France, even though oh. I had such a nice time. But I ha- I hated how I looked. I'm sorry. That's okay. Oh God, well, I don't know. Anyway, um, go to France. Go on this riverboat cruise. Uh, drink your Goop Glow beforehand so you don't get sick. And take whatever metabolism pills they give you. Oh yeah, from Goop. Do they have metabolism pills? Well, they have um, high school high genes, school genes. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking get that shit. I don't think it'll work. How dare you? I'm just, I mean. Well, I'm going to, can I just find out? Well, that, someone sent us exactly what they all are. Oh, right, right, right. Remember yeah. a long time ago? Yeah. So I'm going to go back and find that and make my own concoction. There wasn't really, there's not really like amphetamines in them though. Um, not like No, don't take amphetamines. Those are really bad for you. Fen-fen. No, that's really bad for you. Ma Huang. I've talked about ma, my Ma Huang habit oh, on yeah. this podcast. Because before it's uh, ephedrine. And like back in the day, it was not illegal. You could buy it over the counter in like a GNC or whatever. Um, that'll keep the pounds off. Those things are really yeah. dangerous. Do not take them. They're okay. Um, so that was my craziest. That was the thing you would tr- try or buy was the barge. The barge was the thing I would buy, but we skipped. I so just what would you try? The sugar reset. Oh, yeah. Everyone. Okay. The psychic that I met, the Vedic astrologer that I met at that party and my therapist have both told me that I should cut back on sugar during the coronavirus outbreak because it reduces inflammation and it will help my immune system. So I'm trying to really watch the sugar. It's tough. I keep, I, yeah, it's, it's almost impossible. Well, I, I guess anything is possible if you put your mind to it, but, uh, well, I'm not so worried about like added sugar to like a teaspoon. Like I don't put sugar in my coffee anyway, but mm. I'm not like too worried about that. I'm just sort of like trying to avoid like, things with a lot of added sugar and then like not eating like a cookie or whatever. That's like kind of easy for me. Just don't keep it in the house and it's not yeah. around. I mean, I put a little bit of like honey in my yogurt. Oh, I'll keep doing bad. that. I put, um, and then I eat a lot of fruit. So I eat like a lot of like sugar from that fruit. That sugar is good for you though. I mean, I don't care about it one way. Like I'm not gonna, my other thing, my other new thing, everybody that you should know. And it's like, I've kind of had it for a while is like, any diet that tells me that I can't have fruit, I just like write it off as being bullshit. Cause I'm like, it's fruit. It's oh, fruit. absolutely. Yeah. Like keto. Keto is no fruit. Whole th- or whole 30 is fruit. Whole 30 is fruit, but like they do, if you get into the nitty gritty, they like kind of encourage you to limit it. Yeah. Cause you're not supposed to have like six mangoes. Yeah. But I want to have as many mangoes as I want. Okay. Which is like not unusually, yeah. but I mean, um, mangoes are tough to predict. I love like a great fresh mango is wonderful, but, uh, it doesn't Amelie happen mango. very often. Amelie Ugh, mango is not so great. So disgusting. But I agree. I think mango, mangoes and blueberries are my favorite fruits, I think. Really? Blueberries, again, like most blueberries to me are nothing. You got to get good. This is, okay. It's like the one thing that I always will want to go to Gelson's for. Because oh. like if you get good blueberries, you're on, ha- you're having yeah, on earth. Yeah, yeah. Average gr- blueberries taste like shit. The mealy blueberries they make me want to die. But I've also taken your advice and now I usually am eating them frozen. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, just the big giant bag of Costco frozen fruit. like frozen Dump it berries. in Greek yogurt and put honey yeah. over it. Oh my God. Good night. It is great. It's delicious. Um, so the uh, thing I would buy is actually related to the sugar habit article slash okay. ad. It's his product that he's selling. So oh. it's this guy, Harley Pasternak, who quote unquote wrote this article, but he's the co-founder of this thing called Sweet Kick, which yeah. I think we maybe have talked about on here before. I'm not sure. But it's basically like a mint that you eat that just like decimates your taste buds so you don't taste sweet. And so sweet things don't cause you joy or pleasure. I would not want that. Yeah, I guess that's sort of sad. I, well, I think it's like a very short term. It's like you just eat it before. But then it's like, I guess that that's what it is, is a deterrent for you to not eat sweet things. I mean, I'm not a dog. Like, I feel <laughs> like I can have like some level of self-control. Like I 
I, right? You don't need no, that. No, I know. But it is. it sounds interesting because he's like, oh, it would be. it's interesting to have this sweet kick and then eat like a granola bar and just notice what it actually tastes like without the sugar. And it probably tastes pretty disgusting. Well, but couldn't you say that about like anything? Yeah, I mean, yes. it's like a lot of things. And also, Alison Roman has recipes in her old cookbook for like unsweet granola. She Some oh. people like it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's just like nuts and seeds and oats, which I think could be good if you made it savory. But you'd have to put like, in that case, you would have to put like other flavorings, like salt and herbs and stuff. Yeah. And I think that he's saying that like, it's like the mass marketed, like Quaker granola bar or whatever that tastes like, like if you had a great homemade granola bar that didn't have a lot of sugar in it, I'm sure it would taste wonderful with the sweet kick. But he's saying like prepackaged food tastes gross without sugar. Sure. I believe that. You know what? God, I got into this recently. And it's one of those things that you think is like sort of healthy and then you eat a whole bag of them and you're like, not healthy. Trader Joe's vegan trail mix cookies. Oh my God. Have you had them? Um, I've had their vegan chocolate oatmeal chocolate chip cookies uh-huh. that are so, so good. The I need to try those, but the trail mix ones are basically just like peanut butter raisin. Raisin? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I like it. You're from Berkeley. I am from Berkeley. Okay. Yeah. Trail mix. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, it's, I've started having them for breakfast because they taste like granola bars. Yeah. They're cookies. I need sweet kick guys. Sweet kick. Well, or just like make your own, like you can make your own breakfast cookies out of like that shit and you can make it with like a little bit less or put like, yeah. yeah. Goop has lots of recipes for like weird breakfast bars. Yeah. I've made them a couple of times. I never good. have. Cause they're always like, you have to go buy like $4 million yeah. worth of nuts. And I was like, what the fuck are it's these so bitches talking about? Um, was that everything? Jeez. I guess this was a short, yeah. we haven't been talking for, I think we're just too, well, we didn't have enough coffee at the beginning. We didn't have enough coffee. There wasn't enough content. This week has been crazy. But it's fine. Like, I feel like this podcast has seemed really negative. Oh yeah. No, I know. That's probably me. It's probably the energy I'm giving out. I'm trying not to be negative. I mean, I actually am feeling sort of optimistic about this coming week that we're com- we're going into, you know? I think okay. like, Convince we, me. okay, well... People are really smart and people want to survive. People are smart. You're people making want to a survive, face, sure. But people have gotten us to where we are. And despite how things may feel sometimes, it is better to be alive right now at this moment than any moment in the past. Like we have more, we've made more social and scientific progress than any point in human history. And we're lucky to be here right now. And things like this coronavirus or whatever are really scary but just mostly because we don't know enough about it and so more information is coming out every single day there are good people working to help us understand it better um the cdc is recommending right now if you feel like you're sick it probably is not the coronavirus (laughs) and we of course want to know more about it but it's not um if you're okay right now, just be okay. You yep. don't have to be in a state of constant anxiety and do what they say. I mean, I just got an email from LA last night that just told me, you know, stay home if you don't feel well and wash your hands. And that's what they're telling us to do. So I think you should just do that. Wash your hands. Um, try to keep a distance from people who seem sick. If you don't feel well, stay home. And I think that we're going to be okay. Good advice. Um, now do the election. What's okay. the optimistic read on the election? All right. So here's what's going on with the election. Half of the Democratic Party likes Bernie Sanders and half of the Democratic Party likes Joe Biden. Yeah. And that is just the reality. So whatever side you're on, you probably feel frustrated. But I assume that everybody listening to this does not want Donald Trump to be reelected. Brian and I both have our own political opinions. I know that some people who listen probably have differing opinions than we do. Um, but at the end of the day, this is, this is by definition going to be the most intense and angry part of the primary because there are only two candidates left. And so they're going after each other and that is making everybody feel extremely negative and stressed out about the future. But the important thing is whatever happens, we're going to come back together and defeat Donald Trump in November. And that will, no matter what you think, what kind of like anxiety you may have about one candidate or the other will be a huge 
benefit and a huge improvement to where we are right now. Any Democrat who wins is going to protect the Supreme Court, is going to appoint Democratic leaders who are going to be more responsible than the people we have in office right now. We are or who in leadership right now. They're going to do things like appoint people who are actually capable in case there's a pandemic. Sure. <laughs> so as long as we end up getting Donald Trump out of office, we're going to be okay. So don't get too down about any results of the election that are freaking you out or stressing you out. Thank you, Aggie. That was really made me feel better. Did it really? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That was very soothing. Okay, good. Uh, I hope that made you guys feel better too. I'm probably going to get canceled for it by somebody. <laughs> oh, no, you can't. You didn't get canceled. Well, no one. Uh, <laughs> they probably turned this off long ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening yes. to Goop Yourself. Um, go to our Patreon. Uh, subscribe there to get bonus content. Go to our Teespring store. Get Goop Yourself merch. Or just go on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review or five-star rating or nice review. I say that every fucking time me too oh i came up with one other thing mm. if you're stressed out about the election um volunteer sign up make phone calls like get involved and be active and if you're are actively participating you will feel a lot better that's another suggestion that's great advice okay well, give us five stars bye thank you bye If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.